0: Hi, and welcome to the Mind Your Fitness podcast with me, your host, Tom Fowler. We'll be covering topics to help you with your health, fitness, and mindset, with the end goal of helping you mind your fitness. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Fitness podcast with me, your host, Tom Fowler. I hope you're all doing really well, you're all staying safe. I hope you had a wicked weekend and the week ahead looks good for you. So, today's episode is going to be uh, a, a bit more of an in-depth, I was going to say conversation, <laughs> but it's obviously just me conversing at you. So, for those of you that follow me on Instagram... You hopefully would know um, a couple of weeks, but a couple weeks, yeah, about a couple of weeks back now, I was confronted with a situation with a young man who who wanted to take his own life. Um, what I am, I'm doing, so just so you are aware, the episode. I'm not quite sure how the episode is going to go because I'm I'm just coming. It's coming straight from the heart. It's raw and. Some parts, I imagine, are going to get quite, I guess, quite somber, and the mood might dip. But I'm going to try and keep it up as much as possible. So, just as a fair warning to everyone listening, it's it's going to be quite a a hard-hitting episode, I guess. What I'm going to do is I'm going to refer to this young man as the name of Steve. Steve is not his name, uh, but i don't want to give his name away purely because of the i guess the geography of things and i'll I'll kind of keep it at that so this is the situation this is the scenario so it's a normal thursday morning we are, are we in lockdown still no we're just coming out of lockdown because i'm taking tony to work so it's a thursday morning it's about 7 30 it's a nice day because the sun's out it's a nice day anyway every day is a nice day anyway the sun's out good weather and I spot this young man and this young man happens to be my neighbour now I know this is all probably going to sound really bizarre but we don't really have much interaction um, with that side of our neighbouring they really keep themselves to themselves which is cool which is fine you know that's that's up to them and I fully respect that. But this young lad was sat on the, on the windowsill, um, obviously on his window, <laughs> on, yeah, in, in the front garden. Sort of said, good morning, hi. Kind of got a bit of a, wet, a, bit of a wave. I didn't really think too much of it. Got in the car, put the kids in the car, buckled up and we were about to go off. And I said to Tony, I said, Summit doesn't seem right, you know. He he seems really sad, and she said, "Yeah, he, like he, he does. Like it's just something didn't really feel right." So I said to her, "I said, look, when I come back, if I'll try and engage with him a little bit, see how he is once I've dropped off at work." So see so which we do, take him to work, come back with the kids, and. I just said is everything okay you look really sad you look you look you know you look quite down and I was really quite surprised and I was really quite shocked when he, he he turned around and he said no no I'm not okay now at this point I'm thinking okay well what can I do to help sort of resolve this situation so I got the kids into the into the living room, and I stood on the drive so I could keep an eye on them. Keep an eye on them in the living room while also, you know, talking to this young man. So I said, I asked Steve. I said, Steve, you know, why, why, why is everything like okay, You know, you, you're sad. Like, what's going on? Talk to me. And he said, uh, he said he wanted to kill himself. Obviously, it, it did come as a shock, and. I just felt like, my God, this, this poor man, he, he's at the point of his life where things seem so hard and everything seems to be so bad that he feels like he has to take his own life. So, you know, I, I stood and spoke to him and I tried to understand and I tried to get him to explain to me why he, you know, why he wanted to take his own life. And I could see that he's really in distress and really in turmoil. And I don't know if you've ever been in the situation where you can see someone really thinking and and their mind's kind of going out into overdrive. It kind of reminded me of you know like gear clogs where they're all sort of spinning around like so fast that you can see any moment it's just going to pop. And yeah, it was not a nice situation to see. However, I felt like I had. I guess a duty of care or I don't know but something came over me that that I needed to talk to this lad and I, and I needed to to sit with Steve and give him 100% of my attention to obviously so he wouldn't hurt himself so you know luckily a uh, family member lives around the corner so I got, got them to come and sit with the kids and this is where I could really sort of sit one on one with Steve and get to the bottom of what was going on it turns out, you know, his mum has cancer and he, he suffers himself with you know a, a lot of mental health issues and you could just see that everything was just really on top and obviously, you know, I managed to get a paramedic to, to come out and help the situation because, you know, yes, I am a mindset coach and yes, I am trained to work with with people that are, you know, maybe potentially at risk of taking their life and are kind of heading down that path. But as as a especially as a mindset coach, you know, I try to to get to people before they get to that point, so we don't have to potentially have a discussion on on why you're trying to kill yourself or why you're having these kind of thoughts but you know i I don't really want to stand here and and go into the ins and outs of you know some of the things that he said to me because obviously they are they are personal to him but but yeah like he, he he just yeah he was just not in a good way and luckily you know the paramedics came out pretty quick um i'd say it was within 20 minutes or so and pretty much at the same time as so one thing i should have mentioned actually his mum wasn't at home so she was actually at the hospital herself um, going for chemotherapy and pretty much at the same time as the ambulance crew came a i can't remember if they were aunties uncles but it was a friend of a family friends of a family, should I say, Um, they came and they they actually turned around to me and said that I shouldn't have called an ambulance, which I thought was really quite strange. And they said that he, you know, he does this a lot. And I thought that really is quite strange because not that I'm a nosy neighbour, but I think I would have noticed an ambulance or medical professionals coming know coming and going but nevertheless i kind of just took it for what it was because if i would have left him and he did hurt himself then i would not i would not be comfortable with that you know for me that that would not be okay for my conscience no not a chance i even to this day i still firmly believe i did the right thing by standing and talking to steve I don't want to say bringing him down not bringing him down but from from stopping him from hurting himself and getting him the correct medical help so we well fast forward sort of 12 out not even 12 hours i thought i'll, I'll let the dust settle Bear in on this is first thing in the morning so later that day like six o'clock or something I knocked on the door I just wanted to make sure that the mum was okay and got no answer so actually yeah I just assumed she might not be home she may be at the hospital with Steve tried again the next day and the day after that and I tried to you know to speak to the mum a couple of times but as I said you know they're, they're quite private at, at no point have we ever really conversed as, as neighbors so it was really really eaten away at me and then pretty much me and Tony at the same time came to the same conclusion that why don't I just write them a, a note or you know just drop some flowers in on the doorstep or whatever so we did, I wrote a note but I got a card um, I just basically explained why I called an ambulance and apologised if, you know, as a family, they didn't agree with that, but again, I explained why I did it. And then this was on the Friday, on the Saturday afternoon, I got a little knock on the door, and stood in front of me was about a five foot woman, beautiful little face and she thanked me and she said Tom I really really want to say thank you for, for what you did for Steve and at that moment there and then I, I could have burst into tears because at no point did I do what I did or even by recording so not long afterward it all happened on that day. i uploaded something onto onto instagram and i don't i didn't do it and i still don't talk about it because i want praise what i want is i want more awareness raised for for people who are suffering with mental health and where they feel like they have to take their own life but yeah so she knocked the door she said thank you and you know i asked how steve was and she said you know he he'll be in the hospital for a couple of days because they're going to have to run some tests. They need to go through some medication with him and stuff. And you know, it was the best place for him to be. And then obviously I asked how she was doing. She said, yeah, she, she has cancer. She's going through her chemotherapy and stuff. Um, and yeah, obviously that was really, really hard to hear. And obviously I knew she was on her own next door. So, like any good human being, I'd like to think anyway. I, you know, I reassured her that if she needed anything, you know, just to come and knock on our door, and you know, any one of us would be be more than happy to help her. So every time, that but then this is quite strange. And then I'd see her all the time. She'd, like I'd be putting something out into the bin. She'd be getting in in and out in the car or whatever, and i I just see her all the time, and it was beautiful because every time I saw her. I don't know what it was. I, I could just... It's going to sound really weird, but I kind of just wanted to bring her in. Like, better in one, this is a fully grown woman, and it turns out she has a couple of kids. But I wanted to bring her into my house, and I wanted to look after her. And I said this to Tony, and yeah, it, it probably does sound really, really bizarre. But I just felt like she needed... I don't know, I don't know what I thought she needed, but I wanted to like adopt this woman. Um, and then I bumped into her, a, it's a couple, of, a couple of weeks had passed and she told me, again, I always ask about Steve whenever I see her. And she said, he, he's gonna be in hospital for quite a while now because they are trialing some medication with him. So yeah, he does have further mental health conditions. I'm not going to discuss them on this podcast because i don't feel it's very fair to him but she she told me some wonderful news she told me that she she'd overcome her cancer she she was now cancer free and it was amazing it was amazing to hear that and obviously with the, the the whole situation around covid and stuff it's obviously it's not really suitable for me to give this woman a hug but i think she could tell by the smile on my face that i was over the moon for her i really was and i still am you know and whenever i see her now she has the most biggest beautiful smile on her face and it's, it's so lovely to see that although, you know, as a family, they've been going through so much hurt and pain. She She's now cancer free. So what a weight lifted off her shoulders. And yeah, OK, her son, Steve, is still in the hospital. However, the positive of that is he is getting the best possible care. to to make him better so I think that for me is yeah that's a win you know she's now cancer free and Steve is getting the best medical help he can possibly get and yeah it's it's amazing now hopefully you can hear by my voice that I've I've got a massive smile on my face because that, yeah, the pain that they've all been going through, and I could, I could never put into, you know, I couldn't fathom what they were, you know, how they were feeling and what they were, what they were feeling, how they were thinking. I just, I, in never in a million years could I until I would, you know, if I was in that position. But I guess the take-home message is: there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's always, there's always something good that can come from every situation. So that's, that's pretty much kind of that, that story. And I'm really sorry if bits of it sort of, you know, peaked and trough, but I said, it was all purely just all coming from the heart and I wanted to keep it as, as real as, as, you know, I possibly can. But one thing I really want to sort of say and I guess leave, I guess, you know, leave the episode on is if, if if you see somebody and you can just see that something's not quite right for whatever reason, just give them 30 seconds and just ask them if they're okay. They might turn around and tell you that, no, they're not okay. Just like Steve told me and then, yeah, brilliant. You can engage with this person. You can try and help them. They might just turn around and say, no, everything's completely fine. In that situation, ask again, ask twice. And if they don't want to open up, then there's, you know, there's not a great deal. you can do about that but at least if you can ask and if they know that you know if they needed someone to talk to then they have that person in you then that's amazing because inadvertently you might not know it but you might be saving someone's life you might be the best part of their day just by asking them you know are they okay and I know that sounds really sort of cliche and, you know, a lot of the messages at the moment, it's okay not to be okay. But I promise you, it's true. And what you can do just by talking is amazing. And especially especially for men, it is okay to talk. It does not emasculate you any way shape or form it doesn't make you less of a man if anything it makes you more of a man it makes you stronger if you can come to terms with your emotions and you can sit and you can talk openly about how you're feeling that makes you a strong man it makes you a strong person and a lot of my listeners are are women if you can get your, your man or your dad or your brother or just the men around you in your life, if you can get them to talk and to be open and be honest, then again, you could be helping save that person's life. It might not be an immediate impact on them now, but you don't know what's happening further down the line. So I kind of just want to leave it there. And I really, 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 really appreciate you listening to this episode, as I do with every other episode. But this one really get it kind of gets to me every time I talk about it because I'm really passionate about obviously about helping people and trying to always do the right thing. And again. The take-home message and the thing I want to just kind of just leave on is there's always light at the end of the tunnel and it is okay to talk and fuck me, it's okay to be sad. Just please just talk. I am always here for people to talk to. There's a non-judgmental ear, you know, whether that be if you want to drop me um, a DM or a voice note or an email or whatever i honestly i don't mind how you want to get in touch contact me and we can talk i promise you thank you again so much for listening stay safe and mind your fitness thank you so much for listening to today's episode i appreciate every single listener What I want to ask from you is, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please go and check out my page. It's Tom underscore Fowler underscore fitness. And please, please review, like and share the podcast. You know, get my message out there to as many people as humanly possible. And again, obviously, my message is to mind your fitness. Thanks again, guys. Take care.